0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order,
1: additional term
0: supply.
2: Welcome to Stephen and Joanne's second cup because, Joanne, clearly one cup is not enough.
0: Never. Never, never enough. <laughs> of us. Hey, we got an exciting podcast today. Uh, I'm sending Lauren off to college. Yeah, this has this been week. an this emotional is a big thing.
2: Yeah, so this is your first to fly the coop.
0: Yes, yeah, so we're going to talk about that. Also, a mm-hmm. new great pizzeria in Gross Point Park It's well, opened.
2: When she goes to college, she'll be doing nothing but eating pizza. It makes sense.
0: I, I wonder if they'll deliver from Gross Point Park <laughs> well, up to East Lansing. Uh, right. And you're going to give us an update on Scarlett's Park as well, oh, and thank somebody week, yeah. who's been just integral in getting this big, thing done. Big,
2: big, big week, and, uh, and there's some great people involved. And I'm going to talk about
0: that Okay, so Lauren is going away. Lauren is our first. We have two kids. Lauren, eighteen. Adam, sixteen. Uh-huh. Okay. Now she
2: is already. She's been eighteen a while. She was one of those kids that was yeah. a little older for her class.
0: November twenty seventh okay. is when she was going to. Because Sophie
2: was also in that case. She was. She was uh, in December. Yes. So she's a bit older. Hillary, on the other hand, was younger. She was August the year
0: before. Yeah. So we it, it makes to a little difference. I'm saying it this because it makes
2: a bit of a difference. She will go to college fully
1: formed.
0: <laughs> exactly. Almost. <laughs> I did. We did think about that. Not only when she started kindergarten, we wanted her to be just a little older. But we thought when it came to this point, it would be better, and it it is. But um, can I be another year older before I have to do this? Because I think mom is struggling. A no, little bit. this
2: is this is the the part you have to do. And and I'll 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 give you I'll, I'll give you a scenario of what happened with us and Sophie. Okay, just to kind of prepare you for what might happen. She okay. went to Western, okay. and so it was that moving day. So Lauren and I piled all her stuff in the car. And she was kind of weirdly untalkative that day yeah. on the drive up there. So we we got to Western, and we pulled up to where we're supposed to pull up, and they have all these other students, like, helping unload cars yes. and stuff like that. So we said, okay, well, we'll unload here, and then we'll carry it in. She goes, no, no, just just leave it here. You're go, kidding. No, no. She
0: wanted you to leave? Yes.
2: She said, just drop me at the curb because they've got people who are going to do this, and just go. Wow. And, of course, I, I'm like, you know, oh, okay, I don't have to carry stuff. <laughs> And Lorraine is saying, "Wait a second, we can't just do this." So it was it was tough. I mean, in the end, I think we kind of compromised. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, we kind of went as far as like the lobby, hung out with her a little bit. I don't think we ever even went to her room. At least I didn't. Maybe my my wife did.
0: Oh, I bet. But she it was did. it was this
2: moment where she just said, uh, "No, I'm 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 fine."
0: Don't you wonder what emotion she was feeling? Well, yeah,
2: and I, and I know what it was because she was always always so eager to be um, on her own, to be independent. And I think that was her first moment of saying, listen, this is where it starts. I'm independent now, so you you guys can leave. And she was a bit like that for the early part of college. But then after college and after she, you know, got her own career going and after, especially after she got married, yeah. then suddenly she's back. She's back to being like, you know, very communicative with us. Yeah. But I think there's that moment. They, they want to tear themselves away. So I'm just telling you this. I know you and Lauren are phenomenally close. And I will warn you, Lauren and Sophie were also very, very close. But she just wanted to have that little bit of separation.
0: I think if Lauren would do that, it would be because she's scared she's going to break down crying and just (laughs) wants to say goodbye faster. Um, I think she's struggling a little bit, but I've been trying to—she's just nervous. She's nervous to go away, as I I think think a lot of kids are. are. Even kids, I've determined, who are excited to go away, I think when it comes right down to it, like when the day comes, it's kind of scary. Everything that they've known is changing. And while it's the natural progression, and it's great, and I'm so happy for her— it is—it's um, not easy as a mom to say goodbye. Now, Adam, on the other hand— yeah,
2: Well, he's going to be Well,
0: he's like—he tells me, hmm, I'm excited for Lauren to leave so she's not in my business anymore. Now, I'm like, okay, I have a problem with this, Adam. What is it that you're doing that you don't oh, yeah, want Lauren in your, your business? business about? <laughs> this is a problem. Um, and all, all Adam keeps saying to me is, Lauren is going to just ball crying. She's going to cry. And I'm like, yeah, she probably will, and so will mom. And, and then Eric— Who pretends he's Mr. Tough Guy? You know, like Mm -hmm. everything'll be good. I'm betting he's gonna, he's gonna shed a tear or two. I did when I went to college. I remember my parents dropped me off Uh in the room. I I cried and cried and cried and
2: cried. Well, this was a totally different experience for me. My parents didn't even take me to college.
0: Wow. My
2: dad went as far as loaning me his car, and he says, "I need this car back in a couple of weeks." So, and that was my send off. To I mean, it was. I mean, we were great. I was just a lot more independent already.
0: Well, you were also a military family, right? I think we got used to
2: moving, so it wasn't as yeah. big a deal. But I just packed the stuff in my car myself, drove up there and unloaded. It. And then a couple of weeks later on my first trip back, you yeah. know, I was about well, as far as Western is from here. I was about two hours away, two and a half hours away. Um, but there wasn't this big send-off, and there wasn't a big emotional thing. I don't think um, – I, I, my parents remodeled my room, I think, before I got to the highway. Oh, no. I <laughs> turned it into, you know, a workout room or something. Really
0: <laughs> you know, I was thinking – it's funny. We need a new mattress for Adam's bed, uh-huh. and I thought – I wonder if Lauren will notice when she comes home for the weekends <laughs> if I've taken her mattress and put it on Adam's bed. Well, this all
2: counts. Does, does is she sleeping on a new mattress at college or is she on one of those really cheesy dorm oh, oh, mattresses? Oh,
0: oh please, no, no, no. She's just. I'm not one of those parents who like. Let's go buy you a new mattress, and I'll so, take your dorm mattress home, and I'll replace it at the end. No, she's sleeping on the dorm mattress. On the dorm but mattress. What they do? Then do, I'm just
2: telling you right now, Adam's mattress is going to feel really good. That's
0: a good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah. They do encourage you, and we are bringing up. You know, you can buy those like foam pieces that yeah, go over the mattress, yeah. the gel pad thing, and then the mattress. Pad. So she's it'll it'll feel just fine. But um, but yeah, so it's a lot of emotions for a lot of parents. Well, She's holding up. Yeah. The age I am right now, and a lot bunch of my Facebook well, friends were all forty yeah. exactly, yeah. not a day over. Yeah. All our kids are going away. And so I did read an amazing article in psychology today. It was called, Parents, It's Time to Let Them or Your Child Fly the Nest. Yeah. Right? And it's a, it's a letter to parents written, like, from their child, basically. Okay. okay? It's a professor of sociology who mm-hmm. wrote this thing. And I am telling you, through the tears, I could hardly see it. I cried through the whole thing. But it really is... It's got a lot of really good tips and the importance of them spreading their wings and all that stuff. So I should put that on my Facebook page. All right.
2: Well, yeah. on our, our next second cup, then we'll check back with you to see how it all went. Okay. It'll all have transpired by that time. You will be, we hope, over the initial sting. Yes, I and hope. And well on your way to your child's independence.
0: <laughs> Let's hope, right?
2: Now, the question I want to ask is, is she a pizza fan? Because that is a staple of, of dorm life. And plus... Does she have one of those meal plans that they get all their meals?
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. Or, their or meal plans are great. No, and it's so, so we, different. We than, got everything
2: when I, was in, yeah. when I was in college. We got everything but Sunday night. So we were on our own for Sunday night meals.
0: They were in cahoots with the pizza places. Oh, apparently, that's why that's was a man, that was the way. I tell
2: you, the pizza places loved it. You
0: know? oh, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yes, Lauren loves pizza. Okay. Loves, loves pizza. And there is a new restaurant open that okay, it's not going to deliver to East Lansing. Well, who knows? It's in
2: Gross Point Park. How far could that be?
0: Yeah, well, what is that? An hour and a half, something like that. <laughs> or so, anyway, it's called Bricks uh, mm-hmm. Pizzeria, and it's uh, it opened up. It's like farm to pizza. Okay, okay, Got like, it. they grow their own stuff. Really, really cool stuff. They have their
3: own dedicated farm to getting everything they need to make pizza.
0: How cool is that? That's excellent. So, Chef Trenton Chamberlain is on the phone with us. What is so unique about this, Chef?
1: Yeah, so um, what's so unique about our style of pizza is there's multiple aspects to it, actually. Uh, we have a stone mill uh, that was handmade from a, for us in Austria, where it's an 1,800-pound um, grist mill. And we are milling our own flour in-house. We are working on developing our own grain fields up in Metamora, which is about 65, 65 miles north of us. Um, But in the meanwhile, I'm I'm sourcing all my grain from local organic growers within uh, about 100 miles of the property itself right now. Um, We're also growing our own produce on that farm. Uh, We have a wood-fired oven that uh, gets to about 750 degrees, which was made in France. Um, And then the exterior, like the build-out around it, was made in uh, Maine itself. It's Maine Wood Heat is the company. Um, and then on top of it, we also, uh, we just believe in long fermentation. So our dough takes 60 hours to make. Wow.
0: Oh my yeah. gosh.
1: This well, sounds... so you just
2: don't pop this in the oven and, and and say hot and ready in five minutes, huh?
1: Yeah. Well, actually it does. It, do, it does bake in four minutes, which is great. Wow. Uh, but on the other end, it takes about, Sixty hours to get to that point, so there's a lot of back behind the stuff that's going on uh, before it even makes it to the oven. Now,
3: do you guys grow your own pepperoni on pepperoni trees?
1: Uh, <laughs> we, we actually have a pepperoni plant uh, right at the host stand, and it, I, I I just found out about it last week. And this little green plant that the lady came and says, "Oh, that's a pepperoni plant," and we're like, "Well, <laughs> well we definitely need it then." <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> Not maybe what people think, but you know, we hear farm to table all the time. This is uh farm to pizza,
1: huh? Yeah, it's definitely, or maybe even farm to fork, because we're also extruding our own pasta. I mean, every there's several layers of milling your own flour. We get our super fine flour we use for our doughs and our artisan breads, and then we have the next one, which is like the semolina uh, It's a little bit more coarse, and I use that in our pasta doughs. And then the third layer is a uh, even more of a fun, uh, more of a coarse product, and I use that on my boards to get those uh, pizza doughs into the oven.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, so can you settle something for us? There's always an no argument about what is true Detroit-style pizza. Can you can you enlighten us here?
1: Yeah, well, we we're not Detroit-style pizza, but true Detroit-style pizza, from my understanding, is it's more of a focaccia style pizza where it is it. Thicker, more dough, and it takes a long time to ferment, but you get that really crispy bottom edge of it, and they're baked in those special, like, Lloyd pans.
0: Well, describe your kind of pizza, then. We know it's all fresh and organic and all that kind of stuff, but describe it if someone asks what it
1: is. Yeah, if someone asks it, it's it's uh, a thinner crust, um, and it has a crispy bottom, and it has a little bit of a tangy tanginess to the dough itself from that uh, sourdough because we don't use commercial yeast at all. Everything we use is from uh, natural, uh, natural yeast that we capture ourselves from the grain and the air, um, and then you get a little bit of a pull. So it's it's a cross between, I would say, New York style Neapolitan and my style. So yum yum, that
0: sounds yeah. so good. Where can we find you?
1: Oh, uh, well, you can find us at one five two zero one Kerchival Avenue, Gross Point Park.
0: You guys awesome. are right over by
3: Atwater in the park there, and that's a great little area for some delicious pizza. I wish um, that I could find a house that was for sale in that area because I want to <laughs> yeah. have my windows open to smell your pizza on a any. daily basis.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I live, I live literally um, on the next block over, and you can smell everything going from my house.
0: Do you have an empty room?
1: um I, I do but it's the laundry room can you
0: airbnb <laughs> me your laundry room
1: yes yes definitely chef Chamberlain, yeah. thank well, just you keep so a close much eye
2: on your pepperoni
1: plant because jason <laughs> will leave it yeah all right well thank you so much you guys have a great day
2: good you luck too. thanks chef Bye bye. so while we were during that interview there i noticed jason looking up that article you were talking about a parent's oh, and psychology, to today? psychology right before today. the chef call we were
3: talking about a psychology today um and the, 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 the here's the letter
2: okay don't cry <clears throat> I'm watching her really closely.
3: Dear mom and dad.
2: Oh, look at that. She's already tearing up.
3: What a weird summer this has been. Oh all this gosh. crazy anticipation, all the rushing around to buy stuff and pack stuff, all the June celebrations we had, all the fights and struggles since, the apologies and the smiles, and the lists. Oh, the lists. <laughs> this is a
1: pretty You've long lot this far. <laughs> For that,
3: I thank you. <laughs> Now, let me go—not in a sink or swim way, but in a way that you sh- that you'll show me you want me to s- you want to see me try out things. I can't even read. <laughs> it's the tears. tears. She's <laughs> she's it's a tears. Me to try out this thing called life on my own terms and see what happens.
2: Oh, are you cheering oh. up over there? My stumbles really I, didn't. It, it help didn't. Um, she's missed enough. How it make you feel?
0: Well, it already makes me feel very sad, but it, it's it's actually a masterful letter too. There's a lot of really good points yeah, in it. Don't let
2: me ruin it for you. Uh, yeah, you,
0: you kind of were there. It's so funny when I read it in my head, it sounded so, so much, much better. But yeah. and it sounds
2: so much more like your daughter's yeah. voice too. Much like, it's it. more <laughs> articulate
3: <clears throat> and uh, the pronunciation was correct. Yes, exactly. The inflection,
0: the Everything. whole thing. No, um, actually, really, it's a great letter. Okay, I'll put it on my Facebook page.
2: Okay. Hey, uh, Lorraine and I had a very emotional week. Also, yeah. my, my wife and I started this uh, process about three years ago of raising money to build a playground uh, for all kids to play together. The quick backstory is uh, our, our granddaughter Scarlett is in a wheelchair, and we had taken her to an all-inclusive, access-barrier-free uh, thing. Uh, and we found out that they tend to put her equipment over in one corner and all the other kids on a really nice playground on the other corner. And she wanted to play with other kids. And we figure she's already segregated by being in a wheelchair. Yeah. There's no reason her play- playground should do the same thing. So we started this process of designing and, and fundraising for this playground. Well, fast forward three years, and, and we're, it's done. The wow. playground is essentially done, at least the part that we have control over, is done. And it was an emotional thing this week because we we had so many volunteers stepped up to make this thing happen. And uh, I'd give them a little speech every day at lunch. Yeah. We, I by was the way, there for one of them. I, exactly. And every day, the lunch was donated by somebody. So yeah. we had area restaurants. We had uh, From as far away as Clarkson, Jack's Roadside Barbecue, which is Jack Aronson's son uh, runs at, uh, Jack Aronson from Garden Fresh. Uh, They came out Friday and catered for like 50, 60 people. We had all these GM volunteers through their GM CARES programs. We had a whole bunch of engineers out there. Thank goodness. Well, it was funny because, you know, these pieces are kind of complicated to build. These playground pieces are heavy duty, first of all, but they're also very, very complicated. So we had these GM engineers building this like spinning globe thing, and they're saying— You know, we can put a differential transmission in this thing right here and we can move it up a little faster. And, you know, it's like, nope. Right. You can leave it alone. It's good. It's good. But uh, their enthusiasm was just, just phenomenal. Um, Also, we had people like uh, Adamo Demolition who um, they're putting, they're taking down Joe Lewis Arena right now. They're they're kind of busy. Yes,
0: they are. And
2: I called Richard Adamo up and said, hey, we need a man lift. It's like one of these cherry picker things because we got to get up in the top of these big poles to put umbrellas up. Yeah, no problem. We'll send one out. I mean that's just how people were. Everybody we called was like that, um, you know. Besides the GM people, but the people I really have to thank most for getting this thing in is uh, Ideal Contracting mm-hmm. out of Detroit. This is a great story, and I'll give you the backstory of how we got connected with them. Somebody had said, uh, "Hey, you gotta ask these guys if they can come out. They like doing stuff in their their community. Maybe you can have them help you," because we were originally deciding we could do this ourselves rather than pay like two hundred thousand dollars to a professional company okay. that comes out and builds these playgrounds. It's a big, big, big playground. Of course playground. it is. And One if you see it, it and you
0: can check it out on Stephen's Facebook page exactly. and WMC's Facebook page, it's remarkable. It,
2: it's, it's huge, and it's not easy to put together. And so we said, well, if we're going to do this ourselves, we knew we had the GM volunteers to help us, but we said we're going to need some like heavy equipment and things. So somebody said, you ought to check out Ideal, uh, see if they could you know loan you a tractor and maybe right. a couple uh, steel workers who can help you out. So we, we went and had a meeting with a guy named Jesse Venegas. Uh, he's the son of the founder. And uh, we're sitting in the room, and Jesse says, okay, this. Uh, so what are you asking for? Well, you know, we're thinking maybe if you can give us a tractor and a couple guys to help us out in our community build, we're going to have a whole bunch of volunteers. And he said, well, I mean, yeah, we we don't really want to try to work with a whole lot of volunteers. And we're going, oh, okay. Well, right. he said, yeah, it'd be better if we just go in there and build it. Is that okay? Oh, my gosh. We go, N- no, I mean, no, we're just looking for some help. He said, yeah, no, we'll help. I mean, you can use all your volunteers. But just make sure they're not, like, around our tractors. We don't want to run over them when we right. build this thing. So you mean you build it? Yeah, you. we build it. Just It won't cost you anything. We'll just build it.
0: It's unbelievable.
2: I mean, that's a $200,000 yes. $200, donation to us. Yes. So because of that, I, I really have a very much a big fondness for Ideal Contracting. Of uh, the founder is Frank Venega. We, we give away uh, every month. We have our Good Samaritan Award from yes. Viviana Flowers, and so I say, it's got to be
4: Frank. So we got Frank on the phone. Good morning.
2: Good morning, Frank. Steven and Joanne with WOMC. How are you this morning?
4: Oh, I'm just doing great. How about yourself?
2: Doing great. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to thank you, first of all, for what you're doing for Scarlet Smile. you got an amazing crew of guys out there.
4: Well, you know, the, the biggest thing that they do recognize is, is uh, great causes and what you're doing and what's going on. And I know you're just not helping your daughter, but you're helping many, many more.
2: Yeah, the whole idea of that park is to make sure that every kid can play together, regardless of what kind of abilities they have. And and your guys, and I I say guys, and also the the ladies who are working on the job are just phenomenal, and they have taken that mission to heart. So I want to thank you personally for that.
4: Uh, Thank you very much, Stephen.
0: You know, Frank, my understanding, first of all, you're very humble, I can tell right away here, but you are involved. This isn't your only community-minded thing you do. I hear you do a whole lot for Metro Detroit.
4: Well, our concentration is uh, southwest Detroit. That's that's where I grew up, and my grandparents come here in 1917, and they were uh, very generous to the community and help people. So it's kind of in our DNA, and then it run over into so many people in our company it's it, it's just amazed on what they did this particular project here they arranged and did it on themselves so uh, i gotta give them a lot of credit hey you
2: you're really involved in putting community gardens in too which i i saw a little bit of when i was at your place recently tell me about your community gardens and why you do that
4: oh it was kind of crazy we started this this garden with uh, old containers that general motors had and they, they didn't know what to do with them, so we lined up about 400 of them, and we started this garden, and it's eight years old now, and we produce a lot of tomatoes and vegetables and hot peppers for the neighborhood, and the most incredible thing is, is we have 32 of these gardens now.
0: Wow.
2: Just spread all over the area.
4: Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. Tell us also about your involvement with uh, with some of the, the gang members in town, that when you came to town and started your business and all of that, you kind of took some of these guys and, and put them to work with, at your company, right?
4: Yeah, and, and we moved to Detroit in 96 before anybody moved back, and, and Mexican town, to be honest with you, was a mess. And when we moved down there, we were bringing a lot of people from all over Metro Detroit, Detroit. and I'm an old tough guy, and I figured I'd sit down with the gang members, and I got four of the five gang leaders to sit down with me, and it was amazing on what their response was, when I needed peace around my neighborhood. They wanted jobs of medical and dental and opportunity, so we hired 80, 20 from each gang. It was incredible. They were shooting at each other, and then six weeks later, they're building things together.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> I think it's also cool, as as you were telling me a story of one of your uh, top sales guys was one of those gang members, and you said, "I want you to sell for me." So, what, what do I know about selling? Uh, tell me that story.
4: Well, he was uh, he was one of the leaders in the neighborhood, and he just uh, uh, he was in federal prison for five years, and said he wasn't going back because his kids were five years older. So he came to work for us as a laborer, and he was a horrible laborer. <laughs> he went to school to become a uh, become a mechanic, and he couldn't fix anything. <laughs> So my brother brought him in uh, to the office and says, you know what, we're going to put you in sales. He looked at my brother and says, what do I know about selling uh, guardrail? And he says, well, you do how to sell dope and organize. And, and today, uh, 16 years later, he runs all my operations in Southeast United States.
0: That's incredible. That's a, it's a I, great story, Frank. It frankly. sure is, because there's a lot of people that wouldn't give gang members the time of day. You, let alone bring them in a company, right? So it really is impressive.
4: Well, it's part of changing the neighborhood. That's all. Yeah, hey, I want to.
2: I want you to tell one last story, and this is, I think, one of the coolest stories about your business, which again is Ideal Contracting. Is is you started it after winning a Cadillac at a raffle?
4: Yeah, it was pretty incredible. It was out in the Livingston County Builders Association. The ticket was one hundred and fifty dollars, and my boss and. and Bear in mind now. This is back in ninety uh, in uh, seventy nine, and one hundred fifty dollars was a lot of money. I bought the ticket. It went in a barrel, and at the end of the night, someone uh, someone drove the Cadillac home, and I drove it, kept it for nine days, and I sold it, started my business.
1: Wow! <laughs>
2: and and then what what business did you eventually buy there in Mexican Town? Uh it, 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 was the, it was the Cadillac plant, was it, that made that Cadillac?
4: Oh, yeah. I, I bought the Cadillac plant in uh, 1995, and that's where they built every Cadillac from 1934 to 1984. And the amazing thing was, it was a the Cadillac. They built that Cadillac I won right there.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That's incredible. Well, well, you don't have to give back, and you do. And because of that, we would like to award you something this morning.
2: Yeah, we've got the Viviana Good Samaritan Award, uh, and we really appreciate everything you do. We'd like to recognize that. So we're going to give you a gift certificate and put some flowers there in the lobby of your of your building there in Mexico. That would be great.
4: Uh, I want to thank you, but we do want to say one last thing. All and right. I want to say, without uh, the ballsy of telling people that they do what they do, and how they can help people. It's amazing because we just got to make this more contagious because all we got to do is find something easy and fix it. <laughs> there
0: yeah. it is. That's right. Never never
2: were more wise words spoken. Frank Venega, Ideal Contracting, thank you so much again. Thank you personally, and also thank you on the behalf of the people of Detroit who you just make it a better place.
4: Thank you, and have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. What a great guy.
0: Oh, yeah, you're not kidding! My and gosh. it's
2: just—I mean, the stuff he does for his community. Now I pledged to do something for him. Yeah. He says, you know, we'd like to get a playground like that in Clark Park, um, which is Detroit. Southwest Detroit, yeah. right near where their headquarters. And he's done a lot of stuff already to help clean up that park. And I and I said, you need me to help. I'm here for you. Oh, I mean, that's we will awesome. do what we need to Very do good. to get a, a similar kind of park in that neighborhood. That's great. By the way, our park uh, is essentially done. All the equipment is done. Unfortunately, there's a big chain link fence around it right now, and there will be for a while. We still have to get uh, the township to put some sidewalks in around the park. And then there's this bid process that goes out to the state to get the rubber surfacing because the state, through a, a Department of Natural Resources grant, is holding the money for the surfacing, which is almost a quarter of a million dollars in wow. itself. Whoa. So we're waiting for that grant to be uh, dispersed, which has to happen after a bid process. So we're hoping we can you know, keep people moving forward. And get this done in the next few weeks. Good, uh yes. But it could be a month or so before kids can actually play on, and that'd be just horrible to see all these kids right now with their. It's like that. Faces had, up to the fans. It's like that commercial. Open, open, open. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no
0: kidding. Well, what well, tremendous
3: support! I mean, you've gotten from all the volunteers and everybody around
2: here, and nobody has said no. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. just it. Everybody we ask says, "Yeah, how can we help?"
0: And uh, while you were doing all that mm-hmm. last week. We also then did the Dream Cruise, and we yeah. want to thank all of you, the entire community. What an amazing cruise it over was! Over a
3: million. Is that was, what was, is
0: that what people are saying? Over a million
3: million people, people. out there.
0: Wow. Maybe yeah, even closer it was one point five. It was incredible. It really the weather was beautiful. Um, shout out to Jack Ford by the way, providing the white Mustang that we got to broadcast yeah. live up and down Woodward Avenue. How cool was yeah, that? We got some
2: new technology, Jason. That you can yeah, It's a good, it's a good place to explain the technology that we used. In order to get our signal out
3: so yeah it's just like a mobile broadcast studio where we hook up a 4g verizon card to it and we're able to connect right to the board in the studio and anytime we want it literally was like as soon as the song was ending we could talk it's like we were sitting in the studio but we were sitting in a mustang on (laughs) woodward and it was crazy because joanne jumped out of traffic like in the middle (laughs) of traffic oh yeah well, you're only insane. going
0: like three miles an hour, but I'm like, wait a minute, I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> he had a
3: sixty four Impala. It was, it was beautiful. And you jumped out and talked to him. It was pretty cool. And just to be able to, you know, broadcast anywhere is absolutely yeah. amazing. Can and the be, technology. can I
0: take this to my um house, my bedroom, maybe yeah, I can just lay in bed and do the show if I'm unit, really tired. So you don't tired.
2: actually have to get out of bed? Yeah. yeah you, you can do that. I don't think Not i don't be
0: allowed. Yeah,
3: just do it. Who cares?
2: You know what was cool As long as it sounds there. like you're here. Yeah, I don't exactly. think so. Even, no. Exactly. Exactly. What, what I thought was really cool, what's cool about broadcasting from a car in the middle of the Dream Cruise mm-hmm. is how many people are listening yes. to you. In the car, right next to you.
0: Right. I and mean, then that they is turn, so fun. Look people. At you
2: and the look people at going, us. Hey, we're
0: listening to you right yeah. now. Yeah. You're on the
3: radio. <laughs> that was awesome. It was cool.
0: It was great. It was a great day, and we got to uh, go in a Ford. Uh, GT500, uh-huh. what, the 700 are, horsepower? 712 Am I right? yep.
2: horsepower, I think. Jim is Owens
0: from Ford, from Mustang oh. Division was there. And man, he was rattling out the statistics for that car. And we got to sit in it and start it. And you want to talk about drawing a crowd? Oh, my gosh.
2: People, it sounded
3: like a NASCAR.
0: It did.
2: Well, there, there was a special switch. And so once I hit the little start button, the thing was really rumbling. And it's going, yeah. wow, feel this power. And he goes, no, hit that little switch in the middle and hit it up three times. So you go to one mode and it says, like, street mode the next one's like sport mode and then mm-hmm. the last one was performance rocket mode well yeah. <laughs> I should have said rocket and then he said hit the gas and i hit the gas and for like a split second nothing and i'm going what and all of a sudden it's just mm. like <laughs> hell broke loose
0: yeah it's awesome so
3: i didn't know this until after the dream cruise but the mustang we were in had oh. that same mode button and i was like oh, oh stop it. I it, it, it up and it had its own track mode i'm like
2: Damn it. You're right. It
3: could have been. We now could have the, really lit up the tires. Now, the yeah.
2: funny thing is also when I hit the accelerator, you had moved around behind the car because you were getting some sound on your phone. Yeah. And video for our Facebook page. And you didn't realize that when you hit those things that they kind of spit a little.
3: They, they spit a lot of gas. Yeah, got gas all over your oh. leg. My oh. legs were covered in gas. <laughs> oh, no. It was an aphrodisiac for me, <laughs>
2: All day long, you'd have all these people going, Jason, you smell really good. good. There's
3: there's certain things in life that when you hear them or smell them or Uh feel them, it's just like,
2: oh, yeah. And
3: when you have a 700 horsepower engine that's rattling your soul and comforting it, and then you get a splash of gasoline on your legs, I mean, it's like this Mustang's like, hey, big boy, why don't you come over here?
1: Oh, man. Oh, (laughs) you
0: It was a great day. We won't forget it. We're excited for next year. We'll be back out on Woodward along with a million and a half other people, right? Bringing Absolutely. you. So, we do thank you for making WMC your soundtrack for the Woodward Dream Cruise this year. We had a blast and we appreciate you as always. Well, I'm
2: taking a look at my cup here. My second cup seems to be empty.
0: It's empty. We'll Time be back to go. Next week. Have a great day.